Here's a quote from a letter written to the Minister of Health, Adrian Dix, by a group of B.C. specialists. Quote, our entire health care system is crumbling, but not enough is being done to improve specialist patient outcomes or shorten our overcrowded wait lists. If we do not work together to find solutions, specialty care in this province is going to erode even further. The group who sent the letter to Minister Dix includes cardiologists, pediatricians, transplant surgeons, many other specialties, including orthopedic surgeons. Our guest is Dr. Cassandra Lane Dealwert, who is an orthopedic surgeon in Kelowna and one of the signatories to said letter. Dr. Dealwert, good morning thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. Well, it's good to have you with us, and I wish it was under more positive circumstances, but we've come to terms with the fact that our health care system is in tough shape, Dr. Dealwert, and right across the board, if there's one lesson every Canadian has learned from the onset of COVID is that our much-vaunted health care system really is in need of an awful lot of attention. So let's talk about specialists and wait lists, because when it comes to specialists, Dr. Dealwert, most of us relate to you through wait lists. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, getting into a specialist care always starts with a, with a family physician. Yep. So it, it, it starts with family doctor crisis that's happening right now. And so if you're lucky enough to have a family doctor uh, and they determine that you need a specialty care, which is either uh, an intervention or a complex care situation uh, that they're no longer comfortable dealing with, uh, or surgical uh, intervention, they then uh, will refer you on to a specialist. And then you're placed onto the wait list of the specialist. And depending on, on how, um, uh, how long that wait list is, it could be, I mean, on average, people are waiting about 10 months. Uh, in our province, and some people up to two years to see a to see a specialist. And while they wait, they've got questions. They don't know what's going on with their health, be it a cancer or something of the like. Right. And the other part about it, and you've already touched on it, Dr. Dealwort, is the whole notion of the shortage of family physicians in the first place. So that critical and initial contact with a doc who says, this is beyond my pay grade, you need to see a specialist. If you can't even have that moment, then you're really uh, compounding the problem and going to end up in ER and then end up being referred to a specialist, which pretty much guarantees an even longer wait. Yeah, and that's exactly what's happening. So the, the healthcare system from, from the primary care to the ERs to long-term care and every avenue in between right now is suffering. And that's, that's a big part of this is, is every aspect of healthcare is interlinked. And so we rely on so many different parts of it. You know, if somebody is coming to see me, they need the family doctor's office. Then sure. see the family doctor. Go and get an x-ray. Right now you can't even get an x-ray in, in interior health for a good three months. Uh, then you get an x-ray, you got to go back to your family doctor. Then you have to use the lab techs, and then you have to get into my office. There's so many things that are interlinked, and on every step of the way, you, there's a weight, weight that is associated with that. In Imagine the, if it was a cancer you were dealing with and ex- had to wait every step of the way. Exactly. So in terms of dealing with the minister and bringing the specifics that you wanted to to Mr. Dix's attention, uh, you certainly have captured the imagination of the province. Uh, have you had any response, by the way, from the health ministry at all since you submitted this letter? Uh, unfortunately, not. Uh, there's There's been uh, small statements released to media, but there's been absolutely no attention uh, to the signatories of the letter. Uh, what I will say is it's getting it's getting public attention, yep. and there's more and more people signing the letter, and it's on the consultant specialist of BC website. 
And the more signatures we get from both uh, physicians and patients and uh, medical staff, the more the more clout we might have with the government to actually sit down and have a discussion. Uh, again, I'm quoting from the letter you wrote or co-authored uh, to Minister Dix. Quote, it is soul-destroying to be unable to provide the specialty care that BC patients need and deserve. We request a meeting with you emergently. And that is not a word we use lightly, close quote. Uh, That was why I was uh, sort of poking for responses from the ministry, because that's a, a fairly strident request. It is. It is. I mean, if you think about emergencies in our province, last year the uh, the Coquihalla was washed out, and there was a state of emergency, right? Yep. And there was uh, government and engineers and laborers, and everybody got together, and and it was a miracle what they had uh, performed in order to get uh, the road back up and running. Yep. And 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 healthcare is no different. We're living every single day in a state of emergency in this province and across Canada, and we need to see that. We need to call that out, and we need to meet together to try and uh, and fix it because. You know, when it when it comes down to it, every single patient, be it you don't have a family doctor or on a specialist wait list, this is touching everybody in our province. Dr. Dilwert, uh, you are quoted in The Sun as saying, we just want a seat at the table. Assuming you're granted that request, what do you add to the conversation? I think the ministry is in many ways going, oh, yet another group demanding even more money. We only have a finite amount in the first place. Is that what you're after? Well, you know, the, you can't just throw money at a broken system. So, of course, there's always money that has to go into changing resources, but we actually need to innovate. We need to find a way to actually change the way we deliver care so we can sustainably improve the delivery of care in our province. If you just throw a bunch of money at a broken system, that money will get get eaten up real quick yep. and there will be no, no long-term changes. So you're advocating some pretty significant systemic changes. Um, and, and again, ultimately to be more uh, to create a more cost efficient system once the changes are as, uh, in effect system wide correct exactly i mean there's so many levels of efficiency we could we could change and make better uh, but how, you have to have that conversation because what i don't i'm an orthopedic surgeon mm-hmm. i had no, don't know the first thing about making pediatrics function better nor do I know the first thing about how to uh, bring down the x-ray wait list. And I admit that I don't know those things, and that's why I've reached out and asked those people what they need. And that's exactly what I'm asking of the minister. I can't expect him to know all of the things that are needed to improve care in this province because I don't even know. But if you have the right seat at the right people at the table and you can have those conversations and brainstorm together how you come through this, that's the only way out of this. I don't see it happening any other way. Do you see, uh, and I'm, I'm grateful for your time this morning, Dr. Dealwert, and a final question to you, do you see or do you sense somewhere in that mix any degree of willingness to create, A, the seat at the table that you and your group are requesting, and B, use that to their advantage to ultimately move the discussion forward? You know, we have had some positive uh, movement in the last couple of days, and, and, and Doctors of BC, which is our uh, governing body, is now behind us, which is a huge, which is a huge um, uh, step in the right direction. Sure. But at the end of the day, we need to get to the ministry level, uh, and that's why we're out here uh, basically begging uh, to have that conversation. Well, you, you, it's a pretty classy job of begging you're doing because you've certainly captured the attention of a lot of taxpayers and, of course, patients province-wide, Dr. Dealwert, and uh, we wish you considerable success in at least getting that seat at the table and moving the the, uh, the conversation beyond, oh, let's just throw more money at it. 
Exactly. Thank you so much. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.